Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Hi, this is Nikit Karasgi from Eternal Elements, brought to you by Tess Online. We are discussing international business. We are discussing how multinational enterprises, how unicorn companies, how global managers carry global mindsets to business in international forums and international trade in international services. We talked about GATT. We looked at the movement of GATT to WTO. The principal advantage of WTO was that it started the whole process of economic integration because member countries came together, they negotiated a whole lot of agreements. These agreements under the most favored nations started moving across various nations and various member countries and therefore what happened was immediately we saw the advent and the growth of international business. The essence of WTO, the essence of GATT was the forms of economic integration. In the mid to late 1940s, many nations decided that if they had to emerge from the wreckage of the world war, both one and two and the interwar period, they must cooperate together by promoting economic growth and stability within their borders. And therefore, they will have to either assist or they will have to get assistance from nearby countries. Obviously, it goes in line with the thought processes of the economists that we discussed in our earlier podcasts. So what are the different kinds of economic integrations that we must, as business managers who are in the international domain, look at? We must look at the first aspect of global integration. Now, what is global integration? It's about countries from all over the world decide to come together and cooperate through the international organization of World Trade Organization or WTO. So global integration is the first form of economic integration. The second form of economic integration is bilateral integration. Two countries decide to cooperate more closely together. And what do they do? This cooperation between the two countries is primarily to either eliminate or to reduce trade barriers so that goods, services and intellectual properties can move and even the factors of production can move easily. So that's why we're looking at the bilateral integration happening. When we're talking about factors of production, we're talking about capital, we're talking about technology, we're talking about people. We're also talking about a whole lot of natural resources that can be moved. However, the land doesn't move. So bilateral integrations are between two countries. And the whole idea is looking at tariff reductions and making the trade flow smooth. So if global integration is done in WTO and bilateral integration is between two countries, regional integration is all about a group of countries which are located in the same geographical proximity decide to cooperate. European Union is a classic example of regional integration. NAFTA is another example of regional integration. ASEAN is another area of regional integration. So what happens 
countries which are geographically closely located come together and start forming agreements and by the way world trade organization does permit free trade agreements and the regional agreements to happen between countries and they may actually be uh, exclusive within the countries there's no problem there at all now why are these agreements important why are the regional economic integration important why are bilateral agreements important because geography matters the distance that the goods need to move the shorter the distance the more the trade also because the cultures are similar the consumer tastes are similar distribution channels can be very easily established because there is already a relationship between people there's already a lot of movement between people even if the two nations are warring nations you will realize if the geographic proximity is high there would be a lot of trade that would happen which brings us to a hypothesis that as the distance increases does the trade reduce well if you're looking at supply chains yes because the time and the cost associated with movement of goods definitely impacts business however in the world of e-commerce and with the advent of technology we are able to beat this hypothesis for sure sometime later i'm going to talk about principles of international business and at that point in time we shall certainly take up this conversation so in this podcast what did i say i said that gat was the precursor to wto wto became the world body the international body for trade which led to various forms of economic integration because nations realized that they must cooperate and therefore we had the global integration happening through multilateral agreements in wto it also gave the exception of bilateral integration or bilateral agreements between two nations and a regional integration where a group of countries located together in the geographic proximity come together and sign up trade agreements how does this impact business managers who are operating in international domain you must carefully watch the signals of integration you must forecast what integration is going to be doing to international business you must always read up and watch the agreements which are happening which could be bilateral which could be regional integrations because when you know those agreements you will decide which country you want to move in where do you want to set up your capacities where do you want to set up your supply chains what do you wish to do in terms of tapping those markets this becomes extremely important because government agreements are fundamental to international business therefore in these podcasts subsequent podcasts we will talk about the impact of the economic integration and various types of economic integrations we will definitely discuss the approaches that countries have towards the economic integration and we will talk about free trade areas we will talk about customs unions we will talk about common markets we will talk about economic integration we will also talk about political integration so next podcasts are going to be interesting for you as international business entities and people to really understand how the dynamics of trade and how the expansion of market happens because of these 
agreements of economic integration. Thank you very much. This is Nikhil Karaski signing off from this podcast. Eternal Elements brought to you by Tessa Online. Stay tuned. Stay connected. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Connect with me on Facebook. Connect with me on Twitter. And if you're on Clubhouse, please do connect with me there because I will be talking about a whole lot of maverick conversations on global businesses. Thank you so much. See you in the next podcast. Stay tuned. Stay connected. Bye-bye.